Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Hyde in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. What was that? 24 Rock. Yeah, the sun is out. It's a lovely day. Everyone made it home last night. We're back here today. The fun, the fun part of today is everybody saying, whose commute took longer to get home? I was surprised at how pretty basic it was. I got home maybe 10 minutes longer than it normally took. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That is good. I, I took University Avenue all the way down to Western. And I, think you, a, I think you made the right move. There was not a car in sight until Western. Yeah. And then I got off of, of uh, University. I took University for quite a while, too, just because there were two lanes, and that way you could get around somebody who stalled. Okay, and as that's... As they used their mittens to try to clear the defroster from the inside of their windshield. Right. But that's our move. You're, nobody else can do that move. That's, oh, that's you and I us. when we have an yeah. event here. Well, Reavers lives damn near in uh, uh, Sioux Falls. He's still driving home right now. How long did it take you? Uh, an hour and a half. What's it normally take? 35 to 45. Um, however, had, you know, because I was here doing the ride till <laughs> right. 6. Is the beer show tonight? That's Thursday night. Oh, that's Thursday night. On 1500 oh, ESPN. Yeah. Uh, had it been a normal traffic level it would have been two two and a half but because everybody left work early traffic was a bit lighter oh i see so you're saying at an hour and a half you still caught a break i did there were there were fewer cars on the road you could tell yeah and today we catch a break without the school buses you know what i love Uh, yeah you know what i love about driving home on nights like last night Hmm. lanes are purely optional yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no hold you know what? Make one up. <laughs> right. I'm going down to the cross. I was just telling Rook, I'm going home in the cross town, and this guy is saying, you know what? I can't chance it. I'm driving down the middle. Right down, go the, down middle. the middle. Yep. <laughs> right. I, I got a question, and it's not it's not me being this. Yeah, I don't want you to do your old, you know, Doc Brown thing here. Baker, but yes, okay. Doc Brown's a Back to the Future, but I, nice I'm not, reference. I'm not. I'm not recalling what I'm about to say because I'm expressing some fondness for yesteryear. I think I, right? I might you you might be like minded, so I'm not even going to be able to mock Are you. Are you in here? Yeah, I know what you're going to say. If you know what I'm going to say, I'll be shocked. Here, write it down. Write um, <clears throat> what you're going to say is no. I'll, in fact, I'll tell you what you're going to say. You are going to say oh, this uh, is eerie. If you get yesterday. It. Uh, had a festive feel to it when you get socked with snow and it's the neighborly uh, push somebody out of the snowbank. It shows how people tend to come together. That's not what I was going to say. Damn it. 
I'm off. No, what I was going to say, well, see, you weren't, you didn't pay attention to my prologue. Because oh. what I'm about to say is something that you would normally uh, mock me for. You'll okay. you'll target me as, oh, here we go, yeah. old Farmer Joe, yeah. he wants the old days again, <laughs> or whatever yeah, you do. Here it is. No. What happened to the neighborhood kid with a shovel who came around and said, I'll do your sidewalk? I got you. Did you hear Royce's story? No. That's exactly what happened to him. Did he have a kid show up? He had, I don't know if it was a kid, but the neighbor had the driveway cleaned out. Yeah. And then he got the, I don't know if it was the Buick LaCrosse or whatever he was driving. He got that thing stuck at the end of the driveway. And then the kids came and helped shovel him out. I will ram through this mountain of snow. I had to go through, I had to go help do a kid I used to have. Yeah. Right? I didn't want to. Uh, you weren't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. That's I did the, it. That's the festiveness I was talking about. I wasn't feeling it, and I thought, I'm, I, I got a, I got, I have money in my pocket. I'm dying for a kid, a, a right. neighborhood a teenager, to walk by, and I'll say, hey, hey, buddy, Why don't you call how about me? a little something here for this effort? <laughs> yes. Well, where I, are they? Okay. Uh, but- and, I, and, I, and again, and again, I am not creating a, a memory that. That is not based in fact. Uh, I, I seem to recall on events uh, of that significance yesterday, and it was pretty good snowfall. Probably the heaviest, it was the heaviest <clears throat> snowfall in the Twin City since the uh, dome got a hole in it in uh, oh, yeah. 2010 November, or whatever. Uh, so it was, a, it was a significant snowfall. And, and I seem to remember back in the days of growing up that it was very common for kids, especially if they didn't have school, to go around and uh, try to make a buck. Yeah. Yep. Do you, do you agree? I do. Or uh, try and bumper ski. Yeah. Well, I don't. Let's not encourage that. Well, no, I'm not. I'm just saying that was a fact. That's what we did. Right. Well, let's. I don't. That's that's a that's a different problem that I'm talking about. So, so my anyway, neighbor. So today, today, uh, you know, some kid was in the house playing a video game, and he could have made twenty bucks. I think you're describing my seventh grader, yeah, who did stay home and played video games. He could have gone. He could have put a shovel. Well, on Well, he his did help his mom shovel. He I did. forget, mom, go make a buck. But then the next neighbor, Squeak, he comes through with his giant. Squeak. He is the equivalent. Squeak, he huh? he is the shovel boy you're talking about because he's got the big snow thrower and he did. Uh, he did the hump after the plow came by on our side. He did the mailman's you know path. Why? He was having fun. He was having fun. It was great. Thanks, he, Squeak. Guess what I got to do this morning? That cost morning. me some beer. What? And it rarely happens. Every GLer can identify. I got to snow blow a virgin driveway. That's Whoa. nice. That's nice. No tire, no tire stripes. Because oh, the papers didn't get there. Nothing. Virgin. Doesn't that it, feel good? You take her right down to the pavement. Yeah. Mm-mm. Look Mm-mm. at what I did. Mm-mm. And you can't really share it with And the hump her. was there. The hump, and the hump was doable because the hump hadn't uh, solidified Hardened yet. Hardened yet, yeah. Yeah. And, didn't and, have to pour gas on it. And, sh- and you can't really celebrate with her because she doesn't really... No. There's... They don't appreciate that. No. 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 Uh, there's, a, there's a certain joy in... Uh, being able to navigate the entire driveway when it's just virgin snow. You can see your lines. Mm-hmm. You can uh, you can get her down to pavement, such as it is. I didn't get it down to pavement, but I got it down far enough. And now you know what's taking over? Old Sal. 
Oh, it's working its magic. Old Sal came out. I uh, I didn't take heat, but I sensed some. Uh, Not one of these again. Some, no, no. This was this was today. <laughs> I I had an engagement uh, earlier this morning that I needed to uh, attend to for a couple of hours, and uh, so I didn't get a chance to shovel <laughs> anything. Yeah. And too- when I came home, and it was all shoveled. Yeah. Sh- she didn't wag her finger, but I I sensed some. Well then, she's you know, she's she's completely wrong. You were off bringing home bacon. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, but you know, it was quite a snowfall. You know, if it's a two-inch snowfall, okay. <clears throat> but when it's pretty heavy like that, that. How did that? And she played it well. She played it well, but I just sensed. Is uh-oh. there a meaning behind the kid's name, Squeak? Uh no, that's the uh, that's my neighbor, full grown. He's a he's a he's a grandfather. Well, that his, that his makes the Squeak. name Squeak even more. Uh, problematic what's wrong with him <laughs> there's nothing wrong with him does he I, think squeak a, when he talks? I think it's a nickname that he's had for a long time oh, does he sound funny no he no squeak? he sounds great does he squeak no he doesn't even look like a mouse he's uh he's he i don't must know have wh- a squeaky voice i don't know how he had the nickname squeak i'm gonna have to ask him how <laughs> but i was introduced to him as this terry this is my husband squeak yeah. and i never thought to I ask. put a for sale sign up i think <laughs> no, no, they're good people. They're, I'm uh, sure they are, oh, but yeah. what you know? Now you've got me. Uh, I will find out. I will find out because I'm going to probably have to bring him. Not have to. I will bring him over a reward for doing that. Yeah. Oh, you got to take care. And, of uh, and you, are you out. got an alley, right? Yes. All right. Uh, are you the alley captain? Uh, the alley is plowed by plowed by the South St. Paul City. Really? Yeah. Jimmy Francis has got it going on. See, when I lived on an alley. Uh, uh, the city didn't plow it, still doesn't. And uh, one year I was the alley captain, and Ooh. boy, I just loved that role. I just. I see you with I, a, I, uh, I Captain really, Stubing. I ate it up. A captain's hat. I had a clipboard. Yeah, the something whole like deal, that. You know. Well, Mrs. Nelson, we seem to have and a. Uh, seem to be missing your $25, Mrs. Nelson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, uh, I'm sure that you played that part. Oh, well. I loved it. I would put on winter carnival buttons and, you know. Eat it up. I know. I'm sure. Anything to stay in show business. Right. Hey, here it is. Anything to stay in show business. And you know what? I'll be back tomorrow. You can't pay up. I'll be back tomorrow with Moose and Rocco here. <laughs> yeah. And then mm. you'd get the complaints, too, as the captain. If the plow uh, blade would nick a cinder oh. block or yep. something, you'd yep. hear about it, and you'd yeah. have to have a hearing. Yeah. Hey, hang on. Order. Order here in the uh, court. We'll convene a gathering here and determine what happened. <laughs> Osborne. Stay tuned for more Ask No. Hey, this is Ozzy Osborne, and you're listening to Joe. No, one more time. Hey, this is Ozzy Osborne, and you're listening to Joe. Frequent emailer Terry writes, I tuned in late, and all I heard Joe say was, Virgin, the hump was there, and I took her down to the pavement. Am I on the right station? <laughs> The hump, the plow hump at the end of yes, the driveway. Of course, we know. Yeah, what are you going to do? Dirt alert. Yeah. What is that Lawn person's name? That'd Line be a Tom, sir. Tom, go ahead, please. Hey, Joe. Hi. Uh, get a weather related ray of hope, I think. All right. So, yesterday, my wife was on the old Facebook, and somebody she knows posted that since they were pretty much trapped all day, they ordered food from one of our favorite local Chinese places. Yeah. Delivery driver shows up in a truck with a plow on the front, delivers the food, 
before he leaves, he plows their driveway. Would you find ray of hope, please, Rook? Wow. That, you know what that is? That is a ray of hope. Thank uh, you very much. Ray of hope. Here's today's ray of hope. Uh, who's line three? Oh, my God. I can't squint. That's uh, that's John on line three. John. John. Oh, yeah. You're on the air. I'm out in Egan. All right. Good. Every single street is plowed. Yep. Both sides. Okay. St. Paul, the streets are still impassable. Uh, many I've east. Got, Go ahead. I've got three public grade schools Highland Elementary, Horace Mann, and Adams. Right. Putting on huge multi million dollar additions. Right. Don't tell me we don't have any money. Yeah. Now, uh, the east-west streets in St. Paul, as of as of uh, driving over here today, were not plowed yet. Exactly. Yeah. And the north-south, they're only one side plowed. Hmm. Well, good luck to you, sir. Yeah. All right. We need it. Yep. I don't think that's what he was looking for. By the way, uh, Joe, I'm a longtime listener who lives in Sofia, Bulgaria. I enjoyed the podcast yesterday and agree that we as Vikings fans should embrace our team for the hapless bunch they are. I would even go so far as to point out that being a Viking Viking fan is biblical. In Romans 5, 3-4, St. Paul writes, We also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. What fans have suffered and, pers- what fans have suffered and persevered uh, more than Vikings fans. What other fans have better character and what fans continue to hope every year? From the GL Embassy in Sofia, David Bliss. Nice. The impact of the show is all the way beyond. It's fantastic. The uh, Bulgaria. What ocean is that? Bulgaria. Atlantic. That's the Atlantic. Mark? Hey there. Hail Flashlight King. Hail you. So my make a move going to the wild game yesterday. Yes. I was hoping that the ramp that I enter on to 94 was going to be fresh virgin territory. Right. All the way up and over. Got airborne down into the snow all the way through. Made it to the wild game in, t- in time for the national anthem. <laughs> all right. Thank you. I was surprised at how many uh, fans appeared to be in the seats at that game. The you Wild could... beat Ottawa 3-1. to one. Kenny and I, during the 5 o'clock hour yesterday, were looking at StubHub. You could get yourself a nice seat for the Wild game last night. Yeah, but th- there weren't that many empty seats. People got It started there. out, it started, the game started, it was, you could see some seats, and then it did fill up. Well, I was surprised. Didn't Granlin get there at like a quarter after six? Yeah, a number of the players yeah. were, were late. Uh, they ran into trouble. Well, nothing was plowed yesterday. Oh. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what Minneapolis streets were like, but at four o'clock yesterday, nothing was plowed uh, in the city. I'm sure the freeways were plowed. Uh, wh- who's this person? That'd be Mark as well. Mark. Good afternoon, Joe. Uh, I know this is going to fall under the I walked to school uphill both ways in blizzards, but I'm 60 years old and I grew up in a post-war subdivision. And when we'd hear, if, you know, that school was canceled, we wanted to get out and start banging on doors right away because there was so much competition right. for the shovel and driveways. I mean, a good driveway, you could get $2.50. Right. And, you know, that was big coin in 1969. Huh. And even in high school, uh, me and a high school buddy of mine, 
I mean, we could make 200 bucks on a, a good snow day. Well, I believe and, it. Yeah, and uh, I have tried to get, you know, years ago, my son, uh, he grew up in a kind of a similar place, and they were small driveways, and they were getting 20, 25 bucks, and you couldn't get them out. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You know, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I'm about ready to go out and start shoveling these. I mean, you know, you got... You got six or seven, you make 20 bucks, 25 bucks a pop, and uh, bada bing, bada boom, you got, you know, a couple of extra hundred bucks in your pocket. I, I agree with you. Thank you. That's why I wonder, hey. where is today's kid with the shovel over his shoulder? It's a lost art. Bing, bang, boom. You know what amuses me? What are you talking about, Calhoun? He was. Oh. Uh, it used to be called Calhoun. That's right. Now it's called, uh, what is it, Bita, Bada, Bita? No, you gotta. You it's really need bita, to know what it is. It's, it's called, uh, how does it go? Bingo, bango, bada. Bang, bang, no, I got it right here. Uh, bingo, bango. You don't have it right there. That's the problem. I do. Time it. <laughs> you know, uh, the uh, there are certain people that I've become intrigued with in my life. For example, Halloween. I've always told you, who are the late kids? Yeah, yeah. I, yes. I'm always curious about yes. that. Yes. Uh, during yesterday's snow uh, storm, who are the people who just decide, oh, the hell with it, and leave their car in the middle of the road and just go home? You know, I'll, I'll be back in spring. <laughs> who, who are those I'm people? I'm gonna come back in spring. <laughs> what do they intend and to pick do? Pick up the volare. <laughs> yeah, I saw at least five abandoned cars yesterday yeah. on the uh, sustainable uh, urban cores city streets. What do they do? Just say, Man. oh, the hell with it. The car isn't <laughs> worth that much. I'll come back maybe after it's plowed. Maybe somebody will plow me out. I don't know where they go or what they do. Uh, That's a great question. Are they are they abandoned close to home? Because there's no people around. Well, that's true. Yeah, and they're abandoned without even the flasher lights. No on. note, nothing. Uh, just, you know, we'll come back. You know, in a in an hour. It's just a it's just a symbol of despair. And and uh, I give up. I'll see you later. Yeah, I'm out of here. Gotcha. Is John Height ready? Uh, Johnny Height is ready to have uh, all the news that's that fits. Weather update, newscast, sports. You got Zimmer's it. press conference. John, as is our cut. Yes. Jeremy. Yes, Joe. As somebody that's in the snow removal industry. Yes. I can tell you that the kids are still out there shoveling. They're just doing it at a different way. They, uh, If you need some shovelers, you throw an ad under uh, gigs on Craigslist, or there's a couple apps you can go to that you pin the place you need shoveled, and the kids will respond and meet you there and shovel it, and you pay them cash, and you go on. Okay. So technology is taking It's high tech. Yep. It's all high tech now. All right. Thank you. It's kind of like a Tinder for shoveling. <laughs> Ricky? Yeah, Joe, when you brought up the shoveling, uh, evoked a lot of memories down in Blue Earth, Minnesota, about 1963, 64, in that era there. You'd get out of school if there was a big snowstorm. I'd go pick up my Minneapolis Star, take about an hour to deliver that route, and on the way, much like what the guy was talking about, you'd stop at people's houses and say, hey, when I get done with the papers, can I do your, or can I do your walk? And they'd say, sure. So you get done with the route, eat dinner, come out and do that, make 50 cents or a quarter doing a, a sidewalk, and all of a sudden, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock, you were done, put that on the uh, 
countertop or whatever in those quarters. No, that's common surface savings and loan. Keep it to yourself. You uh, you look at it. You look at it for. I'd probably look at it for about twenty minutes. You know, ten yeah. year old kid. You yeah. know, and stuff like that. And but. Uh, but Ricky, to, Ricky, it's now it's, it's now all technology. Thank you for calling. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Newsroom. It's sunny. It's 24 degrees. Uh, this update brought to you by Sprint, 1500 ESPN. And Sprint. I ain't looking at a quarter for 10 minutes. I don't care what age I am. Right. Yeah. Update brought to you by Sprint, 1500 ESPN and Sprint. Want to send you to the ESPN campus in Bristol. Stop into any participating Minnesota Sprint store between now and February 9th to enter to win this trip that money can't buy. More details at 1500ESPN.com. Keyword, Sprint. Viking, huh? Yeah. Vikings coach Mike Zimmer held his season-ending press conference this morning. A lot of issues were addressed, including the quarterback situation. Of course, all three of the quarterbacks for the Vikings are free agents. Teddy Bridgewater had the catastrophic knee injury, and uh, Zimmer was asked about uh, where he's at and how the injury's doing. Obviously, we would have liked to see him more on the field, but, you know, quite honestly, for him to get on the field is an unbelievable achievement. Uh, you know, when this injury happened, I mean, I can kind of go through it. There was, you know, we researched this injury. There was 24 of these similar types of injuries through all sports. Half of them never came back, <clears throat> and I think the earliest one anybody ever came back was 24 months. Zimmer wouldn't say anything about who might play quarterback next season, saying they'll be doing evaluations in the upcoming weeks. Wolves beat the Clippers last night, 126-118, without Jimmy Butler and Jamal Crawford still nursing injuries. Wolves play the Portland Trailblazers tomorrow night, middle of their three-game Western swing. Jason Zucker scored for the fourth straight game. Alex Stalock made 37 saves, and the Wild beat Ottawa 3-1 last night. Zach Parisi and Mikhail Grandland also scored for Minnesota. They're now 4-0-2 in their past uh, in their last six games. Next up, the Wild are at Pittsburgh on Thursday. News notes from today, Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport ready for record crowds, according to airport leadership. Yesterday, the Metropolitan Airports Commission received its final wide-ranging Super Bowl update from the TSA, the National Football League, and airport personnel. Among the highlights, TSA expects nearly 70,000 passengers to fly out of Minneapolis the day after the Super Bowl. That would be a record. TSA's top official in Minneapolis, Cliff, uh, Cliff Van Leuven, said 70,000 is about twice of what we see on an average day. The airport's assistant director of landslide operations, Jeff Naraki, said more than 5,500 Uber, Lyft, and cab drivers have registered to pick up passengers at the airport. Also, the airport's police chief fielded questions about potential protests surrounding the big game. Chief Michael Everson said, we're hoping for the best, and if we end up with the worst, we will deal with it. How many what? people do you think around the country looked at the news last night and saw the video from the Twin Cities <laughs> and said, yeah, yeah, I'll stay home. Yeah, I think I'm changing my mind. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, at the airport, there still are reporting flight delays and cancellations today, one day after that 12.4 inches of snow fell at the airport. As of 10 this morning, 130 flights canceled as airlines reposition aircrafts and crews. The airport, of course, yesterday announced at 1 o'clock its four runways were closed. They did reopen them, but it took more than three and a half hours to clear those runways yesterday afternoon. A 15-year-old student opened fire with a handgun inside a rural Kentucky high school this morning, killing two of his classmates, injuring 19, and sending hundreds fleeing for safety. Police were seen leading a teenager away in handcuffs, said the suspect will be charged with murder. Students ran for their lives out of Marshall County High School, jumping into cars and running down a highway there, some not stopping until they reached a McDonald's restaurant more than a mile away. That's where I'd go. 
Half dozen Linden and Mickey D's. Yeah. Half dozen ambulances and numerous police cars converged on the school, <laughs> along with officers in black fatigues carrying assault rifles. Federal authorities responded. Governor Matt Bevin rushed from the Capitol to the scene. Parents left their cars on both sides of an adjacent road, desperately trying to find their teens. Two 15-year-olds, according to authorities, were killed. A girl died at the scene. A boy died later at a hospital. The shooter will be charged with murder and attempted murder. Police did not release his identity, nor did they describe any motive. Never mind. I was going to ask about motive. Got it. Attorney General Jeff Sessions was questioned for several hours last week by the special counsel's office as part of the investigation into Russia's meddling in the election and whether the president obstructed justice since taking office. That, according to a Justice Department spokeswoman, the meeting marked the first time that investigators for the special counsel, Robert S. Mueller, are known to have interviewed a member of the president's cabinet. In response to questions from the New York Times, the spokeswoman, Sarah Isger Flores, confirmed the interview occurred. Sessions accompanied by longtime Washington lawyer Chuck Cooper to that interview. Russia's culture ministry has banned a satirical film about Soviet leader Joseph Stalin's death for movie theaters after criticism from communists and others that the British-French production made a mockery of Russia's history. The culture ministry declared it was rescinding the permit that would have allowed Scottish writer-director Armando Iannucci's the Death of Stalin to be shown in theaters in Russia. The film premiered in Britain in October, was scheduled to open in Russia this Thursday. The ministry's move reflects an admiration many in Russia still have for Stalin, despite the dictator's purges that killed millions, as well as the government's nervousness about the country's history. The ban came after some Russian lawmakers and other public figures watched the movie and urged the ministry to keep it out of the theaters. Neil Diamond is retiring from touring after he says he's been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. He's just days shy of his 77th birthday. He's canceling tour dates in Australia and New Zealand for March. He was on his 50th anniversary tour. According to a press release issued by the Rock and Roll Hall of Famers team, Diamond will continue to write, record, and pursue new projects. The onset of the disease has made it difficult to travel and perform on a large-scale basis, according to a spokesperson. Based on his doctor's advice, the spokesperson said the third leg of the tour has been canceled. Diamond said it was with great reluctance and disappointment that he made the announcement, adding he planned to remain active in writing, recording, and other projects for a long time to come. South African jazz musician and anti-apartheid activist Hugh Masekela has died at the age of 78 after, Raising a, de- in the grass. after a decade-long fight with cancer, according to a statement from his family. Go ahead, Rook. <laughs> Often called the father of South African jazz, Masekela died in Johannesburg after what his family said was a protracted battle with prostate cancer. Masekela was a rare artist who succeeded in fusing politics with music. The trumpeter, flugel hornet, singer and composer, affectionately known locally as Brahu, started playing the horn at the age of 14. Became a big part of the 50s jazz scene in Johannesburg. The 60s, he went into exile in the United Kingdom and the United States, using his music to spread awareness. He scored an international number one hit with this one back in 1968, Grazing in the Grass, which was, of course, later covered vocally by the Friends of Distinction. Both big hits. A Norway homeowner's happiness. Sorry. (laughs) What are you doing, Rick? A Norway homeowner's happiness is uh, at having a new staircase finished was short-lived when it turned out the family's cat had been trapped inside the staircase. Well, Well, leave it there. It'll shut up after a while. (laughs) (laughs) Woman said she arrived home last week to find construction finished, but she and her family soon realized that their cat, Sveri, was missing. 
Homeowner said, I called his name many times, and after a little while, we heard a weak meow. I guess you got to tear the steps out. My kids, four and seven, were at home at the time as well. When we realized the sound came from inside the stairs, they started crying. Woman said her husband was now out. Now you have to do it. Yeah. Woman said her husband was out of town, so a neighbor came over with a drill, helped free up the cat. Homeowner captured video of the rescue, which took about 45 minutes. Severi is doing just fine. You, uh, we'll have some. Before uh, you go. Yeah. Major make a move. Yeah. Oh, my If you God. look at 35W, it's southbound at 48th Street. There's a crash on the main line. Two lanes are blocked. And it is stop and go. Ugh. Avoid that area that is... Uh, is 30... leaving downtown Minneapolis? Uh, correct. All right. And it's at 42nd Street, 48th Street right now. Try to make a move and get around that. Do we have weather coming up? We do. Stacy, the GL geologist, has reported a whopper. An 8.2 earthquake in the Gulf of Alaska. In fact, a tsunami warning was issued. It has since been withdrawn. Uh, an 8.2 in the Gulf of Alaska. Mother's uh, rumbling deep, deep in her swimsuit area. And uh, where? David Wallace Hi, is back. He's finally back. Snuck it back through. I tell you. Were was... you delayed in air, uh, by the but snowstorm? Ten hours. Really? Wow. Yeah, we were supposed to leave uh, Vegas at eight twenty yesterday morning and didn't get out of there until well, we finally left there at jeez, uh, what time was it? Five o'clock. So I got there at about seven in the morning. Left at five p.m. Mm-hmm. to get it's in a fun here. Day in the airport, huh? Pardon? It's a fun day in the airport. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Can you gamble in the airport in Vegas? Yes, there are can. there are slot yeah. machines all, right. all over the place. <laughs> all right. I kind of stayed away from those. But uh, anyway, it's going to be nice. Uh, temperatures are going to drop a little bit tonight, down to lower teens. We're at twenty-four right now. And then tomorrow, heading to a high up in the upper 20s, about 28, 30s for Thursday, and then up to around 40, if not lower 40s on Friday. Over the weekend, it does cool down again, 30 Saturday, 20s for highs by Sunday. Uh, so a little bit of a cool down, but no big storms in sight until the following week. And believe it or not, that's Super Bowl week, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't that shut things down if we get a sizable storm? Right now, the computer models are painting uh, quite a snowy picture again for Minnesota. And that would be probably Thursday night into Friday. Uh, but again, the timing is way out of whack at this time. We're still so far away from it. Anything can happen. But uh, just kind of keep that in the back of your mind that we could get a sizable storm again late next week. And we'll watch that, of course, obviously with the Super Bowl right here in town. Today, though, going for a sunny high up to about 28. We're at 24 right now. All right. Thank you. Hawaii Governor David Iggy is it's I-G-E. Uh, I do not know how to pronounce that, but okay. Told reporters Monday that he did not retract a fake missile alert earlier this month more quickly because he didn't know the password for his Twitter account. (laughs) It boiled Uh, down to this guy didn't have the password. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 40 minutes went by. You'll recall that on Jan 13, the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency sent an alert to residents and those in the state uh, at 8.07 a.m., incoming ballistic missile, take cover. This is not a drill. And everybody went nuts. Right. And uh, uh, earlier this month, 
Iggy knew that uh, just two minutes after the alert was sent that it was a false alarm. Some questioned why, upon finding out the alert was fake, the governor did not immediately take to social media to tell residents. The uh, post, uh, I don't know which post that is, uh, unless it's a Facebook post, noted that Iggy didn't inform the public on social media that there is no missile threat until 8.24 a.m., although he repeatedly learned the alert was false at 8.09. It took 23 minutes from the same message from the governor to appear on Facebook. Uh, According to the Post, after Iggy avoided the subject of the false alarm in his State of the State address Monday, reporters asked him why he didn't inform residents sooner. I have to confess that I don't know my Twitter account logons and the passwords, so certainly that's one of the changes I've made, Iggy said. Come to that, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Iggy defended his immediate actions upon discovering the alert was fake, saying he was in the process of making calls to the leadership team, both in Hawaii emergency management as well as others. The focus was on trying to get as many people informed about the fact that it was a false alert. He said, uh, Iggy uh, said his Twitter login and password is now stored on his cell phone. So he can. Uh, oh, good. So he can always. Well, why doesn't he just use the universal password that we use here? Right. Mama likes it hot. That's always the go-to. <laughs> he said, "I've been putting that on my phone so that we can access the social media directly." So it's come down to that. Yeah. The uh, the governor apparently, by the sounds of this, uh, it seems as though the governor would be have to have to be the go-to guy to go-to guy huh? go-to the guy. go-to guy to uh, say. To say. Uh, never mind. False alarm. Yeah, hang on. We got it. We're good. But this goofball can't find his password. I can identify. I probably wouldn't be able to either, but I don't do Twitter. Right. I didn't know I, you had to have a pass, uh, a password for Twitter. You're on Twitter though. Yeah, but I'm not. I, you know, the station has me, uh, listed as though there's a Twitter <clears throat> account for me, but I don't uh, contribute to it. You are, let's see, let's see, not contributing you have 5,612 followers, yeah. God. and you only follow one person. Who? Me. <laughs> yeah, and I've never read you. Nope. Wouldn't know You're how You're missing to. a lot. And I don't know why 5,000 people think that there's a, something to be read there. It's like, I forgot my password. Yeah. At Rookie GL, and you will be entertained for hours. Yeah, I, that's okay. I don't, huh? I don't know how to. At Chris Reavers. Now, yeah. to follow somebody, would you need a password? Well, you have to have an account. You, you would oh, be I don't logged. Have an account. You would be logged in at that time, and then you can follow or not follow whoever you want. Have the people who invented Twitter ever made any money? Oh heavens, yes. Well, from what is For, it advertising? Oh, advertising on purposes, yeah. absolutely. Oh. Uh, but so. Joe, the thing is, and, and Pat was very dismissive of Twitter when it first came out too. I remember, but he and you were made for Twitter uh, to offer up thoughts during. You know, if you're watching a documentary, hey, PBS has bridges right. on right you now. You should at see 8 how this bridge was built. This is neat. Sturdy. Yeah, but Hashtag you know, sturdy. But, but you know what? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care. Watching the Mackinac Bridge be built again for the 17th time. Man in time. Montana just changed his shirt. Right. Hashtag what's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, uh,. I, I don't feel the need if I stumbled across a good bridge building documentary. I don't feel the need to have to report that. Well, but for instance, last night, the only reason I learned of Patrick's uh, travel trouble getting to his home was because of Twitter. That's but the I only... don't care that he had traffic oh, trouble. But see, I, I love it. trying to drive through a mountain of 
Everest snow. I mean that that so the equivalent on my side would have been had I tweeted, who are the people who keep abandoning their cars? Yes. Yeah, well, but yes. that's that's and then that's would, not informative. No, you would get an answer. You you would but get something. But no, but it's not informative. It doesn't contribute to the to the social well being of the citizenry. But it could give you feedback from other people who have encountered the same thing. But I don't thus, care. I don't want to know what they thus think. Thus contributing to the content of the show. No. Showing your consistency, I will tell you this. Your last tweet mm-hmm. did have something to do with information and and community. Your last tweet was June 19th of 2013. <laughs> we have lost a great living American in hashtag Vince Flynn. Tune in today for a review of some of Vince's interviews on Garage Logic. Yeah. So you were letting people know that we lost our buddy Vinny. Yeah. And so you were actually using Twitter, which is how you Right, but I only to uh, only to uh, advance the show. I think it was you pretty, weren't trolling. It was pretty common knowledge that Vince had died. You weren't like Patrick's treat would have been. Uh, we lost our good guy Vince Flynn. I really hated him. And then you know people would call and you know. Yeah. Well, see, react I, to you it. know what? I don't get the bit. I don't. Yeah. I don't buy right. the bit. Yes, we have breaking news from the Department of uh, Social Media. Uh, According to Twins General Manager Thad Levine, Glenn Perkins has decided to retire, which I don't think is all of that uh, unexpected. But uh, it's a shame. It is a shame because Perky's a good guy. loyal. Well, hey, now we've got an everyday listener. Well, plus he's young. Yeah, he did have a lot of arm trouble, though, uh, recently. He had Tommy John, didn't he? I know no, he, he had, had the the, uh, the labrum, the yeah, shoulder, he had a shoulder problem. Well, so, that's a shame. I hope it is he's too bad. Uh, uh, well, he'll have a long, productive life doing something else. Mm-hmm. Mr. Perkins and Mr. Perkins' father are uh, daily listeners. Wonderful. So we'd like to thank them for their listenership over the years. And it's good that he was nice and to you us. Know what? Now he'll listen every day. Yeah. I'll listen every day when I'm retired. Right. Joe's still working, Glenn. Yeah. Joe's still laughing at fart jokes. And you're retired running your boat on the lake. Uh-huh. Nice. Fifteen hundred ESPN. Huh. Way to bum out the yeah, There you go, bro. KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four degrees. Uh, the sun is out. And the snow is melting. <laughs>